three, two, one, here we go. Welcome to That Beautiful Life Podcast. This is episode 35 of That Beautiful Life Podcast. My name is Caduce Campbell. I'm sitting here in the beautiful Trinidad and Tobago talking. And I say talking, we've been having a, a, well, a long, wonderful conversation with the beautiful Roger Briggs from all the way in Sweden. Rog, how are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm so fine. It feels as if we've been doing like two podcasts already. Yep. <laughs> no, it's great. It's really nice. As you said, we have been going on. We've been talking about stuff for about like two... No. It can't be more than two hours. Oh, but, dude, it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's two hours. <laughs> I was quiet for a second. I had to think, when did we start? It's mm-hmm. about two hours. But it's, it's, it's great. We've been talking about things that we haven't been talking about so much lately <laughs> i mean usually yeah it, it's it, it just starts and then we talk about mostly random things it could be something about the week or a new game or whatever but, mm-hmm. but this time it was more about other things yeah but yeah it's great it's great the sun is shining and hopefully um i, I mentioned this before the temperature has been a bit on the <laughs> on the lower side of things but i think mm-hmm. it's rising so i hope that's going to be it's going to be a beautiful day. I got to get after the recording. I'm going to sit and take my coffee in the backside of our house. You've been there, Q, so you know it's going to sit mm-hmm. and eat some sun, so to speak. It's going to be nice. It's going to be nice. Uh, going to be nice. When you say you're going to have it on the backside, are you sitting in the kitchen? In, sorry, in the dining area, or are you going to go outside? I'll go out, outside. I sit okay. outdoors. We have okay. the, the, the fur- some furniture there, too. You know, like I remember table the furniture. Chairs and I- the couch. I remember yeah, outside. Yeah, you know. You know. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Actually, one of my Facebook profile pictures, the one from before, is actually a picture from outside your backyard, actually. Yeah, so, yeah. True that. Basically, <laughs> yeah. So, I remember. So, <laughs> that being Beautiful. said, um, it's, it's been a good week. I have to say, it's I've been, yeah. um, to start with, I have started getting back into my flow of things. So, I've been writing a bit more. I've been getting a lot more done i've been i've actually been keeping up with youtube and checking out the youtube channels on the side looking at the back end and stuff and numbers are looking good on at least good. one channel which is um which is the button smashers channel on youtube so those of you who listen to the podcast please go subscribe to the button smash on youtube and watch the videos and stuff it has a green logo a green b uh, and so make sure you, you, you check the right channel because if you search the Button Smashers on, on YouTube you will find another channel that's up there ahead of the Button Smashers or uh, ahead of our channel but uh-huh. look for the green B and uh, it's the Button Smashers so T-H-E-B-U-T-T-O-N-S-M-A-S-H-E-R-S that is the channel make sure to subscribe and watch a couple of videos because it's doing really really well it's almost reached that point where it's, it's going to be fully monetized so I am really, um, I'm really pushing for that one to get up to the point where it's it's looking good and people are, you know, consistently checking out content and all that kind of stuff. So that is, um, that's what I'm working on with that channel at the moment. But I'm also looking at the statistics with other channels. Also, I've noticed a lot of comments on all of the channels for the site and I am really sorry. I can't keep up with all the comments. So some people are going to see that half their comments aren't going to get replied to. 
it's unfortunate, but I'm managing how many channels? Oh, five or six. I, <laughs> Quite each a few. Of them, each of them have a decent amount of comments, Raj. I mean, it's like, hmm. it's like people, you know, the um, LP Guardian has its own comments. Um, simply, um, and, uh, simply Otaku has its own comments. Simply Tech has its own comments. The Button yeah. Smashers has its own comments and so forth. So because I know there's a lot of comments from a lot of different people coming from all different places. Um, I'm not saying don't comment. I love reading your comments. And I do read pretty much most of the comments. But if I don't reply, don't feel bad. Sometimes it takes me a month or two before I get up to reading the comments. And eventually I do come around to reply to most of them. So just going to say there's one video I can say I'm not going to reply to much comments on in, in the future and that is the Pez video for Pez Lite 2020 if you are leaving a comment on that video and not going to reply trust me you are among the hundreds there's just way too much comments on that video for me to reply so I've replied to most of it and a lot of people are asking questions that I already answered in the videos so yeah don't expect a, com- a reply on that video you can watch it and you can leave a comment but don't expect me to reply um, so yeah, other than that, I've been, you know, thinking about taking a trip to Tobago because I can fly to Tobago from Trinidad. It is, um, it is, I can take an early morning flight. It's like 15 minutes flight to Tobago. So I'm thinking about going visiting Chris at the end of the month. It's a, it's a good possibility. Um, end of May. Yeah. Beginning of June. Uh, so yeah. And also I'm considering my plans for like going back to the UK as well, but obviously I have to wait till the borders open before I can actually do anything. But I'm starting to consider, you know, like what months I'm, I'm considering as travel months for me for like when I'm, I'm considering leaving. At the moment, I am fixated on August at the moment, maybe even September, depending on how well these like the whole COVID thing goes, because I don't think mm. things are going to be done in July in June and July because the UK has they've been hit pretty badly. So I'm a bit skeptical about how things are going to be and, and at least I know in Trinidad we're probably going to be done by, yeah. we're going to be good by the next week or so by next weekend but for the UK um, excuse me I'm going to have to make sure that things are safe for me mm-hmm. before I, I leave and head to the UK also I want to make sure I get a flight that is not going to the US to go back um, because right now not, not a lot of flights are flying so if I look when I look at airlines not a lot of flights are going through the Caribbean chain so I've even been trying to come up with some ideas maybe I, I fly to Barbados, spend a month visiting my aunts and cousins and then take Ooh. a flight from there because I can get a direct flight from Barbados to Manchester and then from oh, Manchester nice. to, to London Heathrow so I'm thinking that's how I would do it maybe I would go to hmm. Barbados spend a month kick back with my cousins and my aunts you know, eat some Bayesian food, you know? Yeah. Um, and then then hop on a flight to the UK. Um, sp- and the price to fly to um, to, to Barbados isn't that expensive. It's it's 90 US dollars, like 97 US dollars. So let's say about 100 okay. US, which is about say, six 700 TT around here oh. roughly, which isn't a bad price to fly to Barbados. And exactly. Yeah, I'll just book one flight, land in Barbados, spend my time, and then book a wrong trip from Barbados to London Heathrow. So what would happen is on my way mm. back, I'm going to stop in Barbados again. So basically, yeah, spend uh, another six months in the UK, see how it goes, and then 
maybe we'll see. You know, I definitely have to a lot of places I want to visit. Then that, that's the other reason. I, the other thing I want to consider when it comes to like booking my flight out, I want to make sure I can still travel through Europe. I want to visit you, of course, and visit you know our friend in in our friends in um in Belgium and other countries. So. That is the thing where I want to make sure that I can not just reach the UK and end up just stuck in the house. I mean, I would do it if if that's the only option. I will do it, but preferably it would be nice to visit, you know, friends and and um, family in other countries in Europe. So that's my week so far. Raj, you've been you've been also doing some some work. I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got that one right. Uh, well, I've not been at the airport, as I told you. I'm not going there until uh, they fix my schedule finally. So it's going to be Wednesday next week. I'm going to work Wednesday, Thursday next week at the airport, and then the week after that, two weeks from now, I will work on uh, like Monday to Thursday. So that's it. It's like six days <laughs> this month. It's so weird. Uh, but yeah, I'm working from home. I'm, I'm, I, I've told you, I, I enjoy this. I, I, I like getting things done here. I've been doing, of course, things for YouTube that I do all the time. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So it's just a thing that it's ongoing and it's been going pretty well. My channel has been doing pretty well the last like two, three months. Mm-hmm. And I've been also, um, recording. I've been finishing mixing and, and stuff uh, with a few things, but also recording both background vocals to, to uh, a song that I mentioned we've been working on when it comes to Capital 59, the hard rock band. Mm-hmm. And we went to our rehearsal studio yesterday and I gave some pep talk to our lead vocalist, Annika, and she did a great job singing in singing like the recording, the, the uh, lead vocals for, for that song. So we're mm-hmm. getting closer to finish it and that it feels really good. It's going to be great to, sh- you know, show it for a, for a few people to start with and then maybe... Um, a mm-hmm. bit more broader kind of audience thing. Uh, so that's nice. I've been also trying to finish... I've, I think I mentioned maybe once, at least to UQ, I've, I've, I did like a homage kind of thing, uh, something I called Dead Space Hymn, which is a, a kind of homage thing to, to all the, 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 the genre of Dead Space and the games. Uh, but it has been like a project that I haven't been you know able to finish for many reasons. But now I, I recorded the song and I've been doing mixing and I've asked my, my friend, the guitarist from, from, from Capital 59 to do some, some, you know, almost some shredding at some parts in that song. So it's going to be great. It's close to end. So that, that I will upload on my YouTube channel and I hope people are going to, going to enjoy that. Uh, so it's, it's, a. It's a kind of hard rock, almost like, like trash metal tune. Uh, I'm probably gonna put together some, some footage from, from Dead Space games to, you know, yeah. So that's gonna be nice to, to, uh, get to an end. <laughs> and I, I have other ideas also. It's, it's a lot of music coming up, uh, in my head right now. And I just want to take time to do that. Um, so yeah, I guess it's been very focused on, on music mainly, but of course also recording the usual kind of, uh, videos I do. I finished uh, Star Wars yet I fall in order. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that last video is, I would say, finally up on my channel. Mm-hmm. It was a cool ending. I, I the only like small spoiler uh, that I unfortunately knew was here in the end. Uh, okay. Not the actual ending, but uh, like 
yeah. I, without spoiling for you guys, it's a, a certain character that comes into play <laughs> to the end. Um, yeah, and that I knew about. But otherwise, yeah, good. I mean, my whole kind of thing, we're not getting, we're gonna get into the gaming section. Uh, or actually, I can lead into it because mm-hmm. we're, we, I, I don't have so much more to say about the week. <laughs> so I just finished the game, yeah, and, uh, my saying about Jedi Fallen Order is that it's a good Star Wars game. It has a, a really nice story. I think the, the strongest part of the game is the story and the storyline, the characters and everything. Mm-hmm. That is great. Uh, the fighting, uh, the, the combat system is okay, but not the best. I think if you've played like, uh, you know, the, the God of War games, it, it's, it's, the, the fighting never gets like boring, if you know what I'm saying. It's always fun and, and to use the certain moves here, it becomes a bit, uh, you know, repetitive. Uh, it's, it's mostly fun to fight the stormtroopers and, and, you know, throw them off ledges using the force push and stuff like that. <laughs> um, don't get me wrong, it's good, but it's not, it's not that exciting. It becomes a bit like, okay, one more, okay, okay. Uh, so again, it's a thumbs up when it comes to the game, but it's mainly the, 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 the story for me. Uh, that's the, the, which might, might sound, sound weird for some of you guys since, you know, it's cool to fight with a lightsaber and don't get, get me wrong, it is, but again, I, I, the, the, thing that has driven me is to know more and to get the whole kind of picture and story about the past of Cal and and, and what what would happen, you know, uh, overall mm-hmm. uh, at the end. So that's that. And then I just also want to mention Ori and the Will of the Wisps that I'm still playing a very, very, very good platform game. Uh, and I am not sure where I am in the game. I've, I've played a lot already. Uh, this is a game I'm streaming. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just it's just a very good game. And uh, I like the progression that made uh, or you're doing and the things you get that even swings you literally higher in the game. Just got the lasso and, and it brings me up to levels I haven't been able to reach. And, you know, things opens up you get some other uh, side missions and, and stuff like that very good game big thumbs up uh, to the makers of that game and also of course you join in Q on Wednesday I was streaming <laughs> Yakuza Zero my second session mm-hmm. um, oh great it's just it's mm, so manly <laughs> it's, <laughs> you know uh, I actually missed a portion of that stream and I was upset about it um, because uh, I had family calling me to, to deal with something um, during the stream <laughs> and I missed the boss battle like I wanted to see because I saw um, oh. I, obviously I saw like the clips after the stream and I was like oh you know I get to, I got to see the end of the boss battle and stuff like that but I actually wanted <laughs> to see the boss battle and you know be able to give some tips and all that kind of stuff yeah um, but yeah. you know I mainly I saw I basically got in at the beginning then had to leave for something and then came back <laughs> at the end more or less mm. for the stream but yeah. I mean I think one of the best parts was when you were doing the dance stuff um, oh, oh, that is shit. so fun! <laughs> I have so much fun with that. You know, that's why I kept telling you, like, um, like one more dance, one more dance, right? Because I knew like it, it's going to trigger that guy to pop up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, the minute he does one more dance, that guy's going to just show up. I just couldn't remember how much it was going to require. Um, but yeah. I remember once you dance a couple times on a dance floor, he comes up and he challenges you to a dancer, and he's so flamboyant and crazy that it just oh, makes yeah. it so fun. So, I would say annoying at some point. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yep. God damn, that guy. Ooh. Definitely, yeah, definitely. I, I, I might get back there and give him, a, give him a challenge again later on. But yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's great fun. I really mm-hmm. like the game. It's, 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 uh, the fighting there is really fun. Uh, I really like it. And uh, the whole kind of style of the game. And as I told you, the manliness and the mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. Japanese, 
Jakusa, the whole scenery also there in Tokyo. No, it's great. It's big, a lot of cheese big, big. And you know what's oh, the best yeah. part is that each game in the series, it happens in the same cities. So yeah. they, they, they'll add like maybe one or two side cities as well in, in each game. But for the most part, you spend most of your time in Kamaruchu, that city that you're in right now. But what makes mm. it so good is that, one, you learn the city. By playing game by game, you, mm. you will literally know every inch of Kamaruchu by the time you're finished playing all <laughs> six Yakuza uh, mainline games. The other thing too as well is that camera, you, you get to experience it in different eras. So like the beginning of the game, you're in like the, what, what year was it? Like, I think is it the, oh. the 60s or the 80s or somewhere around there? It's, um, it's an old, like maybe the 70s, I don't know. But it's an older yeah. time. It's like where things are a bit different. They're still using pages and stuff like that. But each game happens a couple years, you know, there's a difference in time frame. So you start getting to a point where they, you know, technology improves, the vehicles you see around the city are changing, the people around the city are changing, the stores and buildings are changing throughout from game to game. So the, the city is kind of like a character in of itself, and you get to see that character mm. develop from game to game as you play through the entirety of the series. And it's just one of the most fascinating, interesting things about yeah. Yakuza. Also, you see characters from, like, in the first game. Like, this is why I keep saying play the do the side missions. I like, do as many as possible because I guarantee you, Rod, there are side characters in those side stories that turn up as main characters in some of the future games. And if oh, you nice. meet them yeah. in the side missions, when you meet them in the future games, it's like, holy shit, that guy is doing this now it's like holy crap mm-hmm. this is cool ah, okay. you know yeah, yeah. so look into that it's... i want to mention i want mm-hmm. to mention uh since we're talking about kamaruchu mm-hmm. that is actually it's a fictional uh district of tokyo yeah uh, I, i've said it before i i've been in tokyo and i think they what they are looking at or a comparison is, has been made to an existing place which is which is called uh kabukichu Mm-hmm. And I think that's the the Kamuruchi in in Yakuza uh, mm-hmm. because that's like a, uh, what do you call it? It's like an, an entertainment and red light district in, in Shinjuku, and Shinjuku mm-hmm. is in, in, in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's pretty cool. So yeah, it, it, it has a it has a relation to some kind of. It's not only fictional. It, it, yeah, it's fictional, but still, it has a <laughs> real place. It has some uh, sort of some sort of realistic yeah. Um, yeah. sort of basis. Um, yeah. points, which which is good. I, I think that's good. And yeah, and I, I mean, it makes me so happy knowing that you're playing the Yakuza games. I'm, I am, yeah, yeah, have yeah. no idea how excited I am that you're playing. Like it's getting me hyped to get back into playing them again, like to do over mm. the entire series. And um, I I think I am. I think I am gonna be playing Yakuza Zero again, and mm. one again, and then two again, and then three again, and then four again, and then five and that's six. Cool. And, yeah. So I, I'm going yeah, to start them back up. You know. It can be great to, to play. I mean, we've, we've talked about that recently also, you know, watching like movies you've watched before. I've, I've given you guys some tips about movies I've seen before. Last week, mm-hmm. uh, since Isaac hadn't watched uh, Falling Down with Michael Douglas, we, mm-hmm. we watched that, you know. And he, he's, he's actually, Isaac is actually playing through, well, he played the first Dead Space again. He's only mm-hmm. played that game once. Mm-hmm. So he did play it one more time and on the hardest difficulty level, uh, which mm-hmm. can be a thing. Uh, but I know that he played Dead Space 2 five times. So I don't Ooh. think he will, 
<laughs> that again. Uh, but it, it's great. Yeah, I can understand where you're coming from when you want to do it. It's, it's nice to, to come back so, to some of those games that you know you played back in the days and that you really liked. Mm-hmm. So, indeed. indeed. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing too is that uh, um, I think to a certain extent I'm going to have Alexandria play them and watch her play because um, cool. she's already expressed interest in the Yakuza series. So... Mm-hmm. It, w- it could be even something even nice like that to do as well. Like I can watch her play yeah. it and then, um, and then uh, think. Actually, funny thing. This is actually the first thing, time I've mentioned my girlfriend's name on the podcast. I don't think I've ever mentioned her name on the podcast. Oh, so, I think you've done that before. I no, think I've, you I've have. said I've said my girlfriend. No, I've specifically chosen to say that. <laughs> Are you sure? I, yes. Okay, maybe. I'm, I, okay. I, just, I based, the reason why I specifically did that was because of the fact that I didn't want anyone randomly looking her up on like my social or anything like that 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 knew me, you know, or that didn't know her. Because you know how people get they get weird sometimes. Um, I'm not saying everyone who knows me is weird, but some of you people are weird. I'm just saying. You, those of you <laughs> listening to this know who you are. So, <laughs> um, I, it's kind of a thing like, unless you've met her before, I kind of don't want you being like, I just, just get a bit too nosy. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, don't. Especially because of the fact that I'm a very public person with, my, with how I post things, and she's not. So... That yeah. is, um, that is, there's a big difference. Yeah. But either way, I'm, I'm sure she'll be fine with it. So it's, it's all good. You know, I just, anyway, I'm <laughs> continuing with that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please move on. Yes. Yeah, so she's, she's, um, she's very keen on, on playing Yakuza. So I'm thinking uh, about, you know, having her play it and then watch her play it as well. Um, for me, there's one game that I was playing this week that is new that I want to talk about. And that is Hatsunomiku Project Diva Mega Mix. It comes out on the fifteenth of um, of May, which is on Friday, next Friday. Um, the embargo lifts on the fourteenth, which is a Thursday. So I'm actually going to release this episode on the Thursday. I, I usually try to push for like a Wednesday release, but you know um, this is going up Thursday. I'm telling you guys that so I can talk about the game. So anyway, that being said, um, basically Hatsunomiku Project Viva um, Mega Mix is on the Nintendo Switch, and I've played Hatsunomiku games before. This is I don't know which one of the Hatsunomiku games I've played um, in comparison to all the others, but. It's a new Hatsunomiki game for the um, for the Switch, and ba- the basic premise of the game um, it says it's based on the on the popular ha- um, Hatsunomiku Project Diva Future Tune, Hatsunomiku Project v- um, Diva Mega Mix takes the series to a new di- um, dimension on the Nintendo Switch, giving both new fans and Project Diva veterans ways to play at home or on the go um it's a rhythm game and so Mm. basically the basic premise of Hatsunomiku is that you have a rhythm game where you press you use the face button so x on the switch it's x a b y and then you use the d-pad as well as well as the joysticks and l and r right um so l z r z um we use those to sort of like um control it basically hmm. so it, it's got a lot of control features and all that kind of stuff to basically um play the game what i will say is that this is a hard game like and i've, I've always said about hats and maker games they're difficult games they're not for if you this is for like hardcore um 
hardcore rhythm game fans. And I remember you were playing a rhythm um, game in Yakuza and you were telling me that usually when you play rhythm games, they're not very accurate. It doesn't match up to the music. And hmm. with Hatsune Miku, that's the reason why it's so hard. It's because if you play the game on easy, which you would think playing on easy, it's supposed to be easier. It is actually yeah. more difficult to play the game on easy because it doesn't match the music oh. at all. Oh, shit. Oh. If yeah. you play on normal or, or the harder difficulties, it matches the music. But the notes are coming across the screen so quickly. You have mm. to be... Because it's so small on the screen and they're like little X's and A's and all these sort of things. And they move... Up. The next thing too is that they're not just coming from like one direction. They're basically um, shrieks of things flying in all over the screen, just happening all over the same... Sometimes happening simultaneously. That mm. creates a sort of like... I don't know what to call it, but it is difficult to play. Um, I found that playing the, the songs on medium difficulty to be my sweet spot, I guess. Uh, but I cannot play most of the songs on... I can't play songs on hard. And most of the songs on easy, it's just unbearable how off it is. Like, I'm just basically looking at the notes and not actually listening to the music because it's not matching the music at all. Um, so, that's the only thing about it. I would say it's got, um, you can, in this game, you can, there's also, um, a sort of mode where you can play it sort of like, um, like rock band. So you see mm. notes coming from the top of the screen coming down. That's, I'm more comfortable with, but to play that, you have to use the, the switch's motion controls, and I hate that. I kind of wish it was just, um, like if I could just press the buttons, like, you know, that would make it easier for me. Um, which is why I prefer Rock Band over this because the notes and mm. keys are all coming from the top bottom so you already yeah. know where it's coming from and you can follow along and keep an eye on it it has to make notes are coming in from left, right, up, down all over the screen so sometimes a note may just sneak into the screen and you don't even see it because you're, you're focusing on the next side of the screen while that's happening obviously there are people who are really good at these types of games I'm just not one of them so, but I, it doesn't mean that I don't think it's a good game. I, I think it's, it's, the music is great. There are some songs inside the game that is just, oh my God, great. Um, mm. I have my personal favorites that I like, that I'm just like, this is my favorite song. I think my favorite song is a song called, um, I think it's a gamer song. Um, my switch is all the way on the other side of the room, so I'm not going to check it, but... Yeah. I will mention that song in the review. So when you guys see the review, I will mention it. But it's a song where it's one of the divas. It's the diva Rin, and um, and the, the the guy diva to him. The I don't know his name. I don't know the guy names. But basically, Rin and him sing the song together and they dance, and it's just the best song in the game so far for me. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know what Project Diva is, it's basically this thing that Sega created where they. They created a virtual musician that actually performs at real concerts around the world. Um, with, like they created out of 3D and all that kind of stuff. And then basically the music is all made in a software. So they write the songs and it's, no one is actually singing it. It's like a program singing it. So hmm. it's really interesting that they could make something like that. And it's really popular. Like Miku is a popular, like she's an idol and she's not even real. So. Um, basically, Sega makes bank off of Project Diva. Like, Sega could probably quit making games and they'd probably still be fine. Um, so, <laughs> the game, the other thing to consider as well is that the base game goes for 
Um, if you want to buy the game, the Mega Mix pack, which gets all six um, DLC packs and six additional songs, that's going to cost you $59.99 USD. Uh, you also get a lot of costumes for the characters in there because you can dress up your, your divas and all that kind of stuff, your, um, your vocaloids. So you can dress them up and put them into nice things. And so it's kind of cute. It's very, very cute. Hmm. Um, age rating, it's a teen game. Um, they said there's some blood, sexual um, themes and violence. I'm not sure about the blood and and, um, sec- and violence, but there are sexual themes because the divas, you can put them in swimsuits and stuff. Uh, it's all tame, though. I find it to be very tame. I don't find it to be egregious in any kind of way. So I would still recommend it to... I'd probably rec- let a, a six-year-old... Well, I'd let a young kid play this, basically is what I'm saying. Because mm. it, it's, it's a music game, so there isn't anything really inherently wrong with it. Um, it and it comes out on, on, um, in the Americas and Europe on March the, the 15th, so the day after this podcast goes up, it should be out. And um, yeah, I would recommend on the Nintendo Switch. If you like other Project Diva games, and it seems like something that you like, then check out um, Hatsune Miku... Project Diva Mega Mix on the Nintendo Switch. So, yeah. Anyway, um, keeping with that, I just wanted to say, for my telly, I don't have much to say other than the fact that I started watching Wicked Moms again. I did mention it in a previous episode, so go back and listen to that episode. Like, it's an, a reason to go back and listen to earlier episodes of the podcast, I guess. But Ooh. season four is really good, is the best way I can put it. It's on Netflix. Um, season four is really good. So, uh, as I did with season one, two, and three, I highly recommend it. And uh, I think if you like a bit of drama, um, some you know a little bit of anarchy as well. Uh, I I have to say season four has tamed down a bit of the booby showing because season one, two, and three there was like titties every episode. This one. <sighs> Uh, I've, I've watched about three episodes and no titties, so I'm kind of upset about that. Um, but it's still one of my, my favorite shows on, on um, Netflix right now, and I'm so happy that the new season is out. Um, I would say right now I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Um, it's a 7.4 on IMDb, but I'm going to give it a 9 uh, as of season as of season 4. I am super mm. pumped. Um, what about you, Rod? You've been continuing to watch something else that you've been watching as well. True, and I have forgot to talk about this before. We have been talking mm-hmm. about films and, and other series, movies. <clears throat> but I have been, or me and Isaac have been watching and finishing Star Wars Clone Wars, the season seven, uh-huh. which is the last one. And I have to say, it's been pretty darn amazing. It's so cool because now we're also catching up, so to speak, in time. So we're getting to the moment without spoiling mm-hmm. when, uh, you know, the events of Order 66 is around the corner and stuff like that. I'm not going to say how that plays out in the series, but it's mm-hmm. really well done. It's again, they prove that they have this series in their hand, you know. They are doing it so well. It's it's very exciting uh, to, to get back to it and follow, you know, like Rex Cody and all these cool clones. But of course, also we have Anakin and, and Kenobi and, and not to mention the big hero here too, which is Ahsoka mm-hmm. or Ahsoka. Uh, so I highly recommend if you're a Star Wars fan you mm-hmm. have to watch Clone Wars if you haven't been starting well then you have mm-hmm. seven good seasons to watch and, and again the last one here is wow it's really good so yep we're watching Clone Wars that's mm-hmm. good that's good I think I'm I think I 
I stopped Chronos a, a, a quite a, a wait, some time back. I'm, I'm maybe in season one or sorry, not season one, season two or three. Um, oh, but if I if I do, con- well, when I do continue, I should say, I will have to start all over again because you know when you don't watch a show for a while, you kind yeah. of lose yeah. the, the sort of the flow of the plot. Uh, but it's a good excuse to to watch to watch it with, with family, you know, because I, I have some family members yeah. that would would love to watch something like this. I think it's something cool. Um, yes. So I think it would be something we can share together and just enjoy um, Star Wars. So mm. uh, yeah, and I I, I would I want to say as well uh, if if those of you who like Clone Wars, another option as well, which is one you recommended in a previous episode. Um, is Star Wars Rebels as well, which is also really good. Yeah, yeah, as yeah, well. It's so, true. Um, basically, yeah, Clone Wars and Rebels, go- both great animated um, Star Wars series, and in some ways mm. better than some of the the mainline stuff. You know, mm. um, in some ways they're just uh, above and beyond, just really good stuff. So, yeah, definitely check them out. Um, and also, if you check IMDb, you'll see Clone Wars's um, score being a five point nine. Ignore that; it's it's better better than that so keep that in mind you see oh yeah 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 because it's all the the seasons because if for example if you go out and check season 7 and check the separate episodes it has like over I think everyone has like 8 or something yeah. over it exactly so yeah it, it's really good as you said the, the, the Star Wars Star Wars Rebels is, is always is also good so mm-hmm. it's a lot of good Star Wars content mm-hmm. and all links together as well because some of the characters show up in other in other things as yeah. well so that is also uh, a thing. So True that. with that, um, we've gotten to the end of the, uh, the episode already. We're not even um, forty-five minutes in. We're like thirty minutes in the episode. This is a short podcast. <laughs> oh, but we isn't there something we need to do? <laughs> There's nothing that we need to write about. No, it's nothing called. Shout out for your channel. <laughs> Shout out for your channel this week is a channel called Chef Moses. Raj, what can you tell us about Chef Moses? I can tell a few things. Uh, a recipe, a recipe has no soul. You, as the cook, must bring soul to the recipe. Yep. So, Chef Moses is actually a YouTube channel run by one of my closest friends here. From he lives in Trinidad. He's a chef, oh. a really good chef, and he makes really good Ooh. food. And so he created this YouTube channel for my suggestion. So I told him he should make a YouTube channel to put up his recipes, and he's been doing that since I recommended it to him. You know, I, I built him a PC and taught him how to do some stuff and give him the software he needed to use and all that kind of stuff. And mm. now he's been doing YouTube for some months now. Um, I, I think his channel is... How many old is his channel? His channel is... Uh, he started in November last year. So November the, the 12th. And mm. basically he's been putting up his recipes and cooking and stuff like that. And what I want to just say is that just go if you want to learn about Trinidadian cuisine, this is the perfect place to go because he teaches you a lot of the recipes, the things that we make here in Trinidad and Tobago. And again, he is a really good chef. Like he cooks for, he's cooked for a lot of um, places and stuff like that. And he, where he works right now, he's the sous chef. So in, in chef terms, that means he's the the top chef. He's the the, the big dog on, in in, hmm. in the place. So he can cook some really good stuff. And if you want to try some Trinidadian recipes, it's a good place to start. Um, Rog, I would recommend you try out some of his recipes, you and Annalie. I think it would be super awesome to try some. Um, also, he makes some Jamaican stuff as well because his wife is Jamaican. 
So, <laughs> so you get a bit of both. You get you get some Trini stuff. You get some some Jamaican stuff as well uh, in there. So you can actually see how to make curry chicken Trini style. How we make curry chicken. Um, <laughs> he has that on his channel. He also has um, how to make a corn pie, um, which is something really nice that tastes really really good. Um, there's also vegetable rice, quick and simple. We make a lot of nice vegetable rices in the Caribbean. Uh, mm. So there's, there's also that. And uh, he's also, he, has, he also has a beef lasagna recipe on here. Curry potatoes and chana. Um, just you name it. You know, if there are things that we make. Yeah. I think he even has a stewed chicken recipe as well. So, which I taught you mm. stewed chicken. So basically, he has that recipe on here as well. And his channel has been going pretty steadily i i hope some more of you subscribe and give him some love he has right now he has 211 subscribers but he's been growing up at a you know a nicely steady rate and hopefully within no time he'll have a couple thousand and um and you know his videos will have thousands of views and people will be using his recipes to cook nice things so it's nice yeah that's really cool so yeah, so Karen, when you see this, when you listen to this episode on the podcast, know that I've already give you a shout out now, and that this means that you have to bring me curry <laughs> because I'm only doing this for the food, mate. So, of course, just letting you know, bring me some curry because he keeps posting <laughs> pictures on social media and tagging me in it. Oh, I cooked this today Arr. during quarantine. I'm like, dude, I'm not. I, you know, you're cooking all this stuff and you're not telling me that you're making, so I can come over and get some. I mean, come on, man. Don't be making food and not inviting <laughs> me over. This is how we become enemies. So, yeah, basically, all my friends, when you cook, invite me over. Even if I can't make it, even if I'm in a different country, say, Q, you're welcome to come over anytime you want. It makes True me feel that. comforted. I feel like, yes. And in one of those times when you say, Q, you can come over, the time you think I'm not going to show up, it's when I'm going to show up. So always leave a plate just enough ready for me, just in case I do turn up. So, <laughs> Rog, what's for dinner today? Let me know so I can know when to show up. Oh, if I only knew. I don't think we have actually <laughs> talked about that. And then left this morning. I was like, okay, hi, we talk later. So I think it's something we'll probably discuss later on. We might actually buy in for mm-hmm. for Friday. Maybe Look so. We'll see. Okay. Mm, you're going you're gonna to have to tell me what you buy. Or send me some pictures yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I've never known you to buy in. So I'm actually curious about what you're going to buy. So ooh, if you do that, let me know. <laughs> I am super I, curious. I will. So, yeah, I think for me today, I'm probably going to have, um, we're going to have, make some, some leftovers, um, since we made some, some lentils. That's always some, good. Yeah. We have some stew lentils in the fridge, some kalaloo, um, and I'll probably make some, pa- some pasta to go with it. Mm. And that would probably be my, my, my lunch. I would probably have, I, I'm not sure what I'll have for dinner. I'll probably make something else for dinner. I'm not sure yet. Uh, mm-hmm. But we have a lot of fruits and vegetables in the house, so there's, there's also that. I could probably make some provision uh, as well. So, anyway, that being said, we are approaching 40 minutes of recording time, so we're getting to like the regular amount of time. So, <laughs> as per usual, let's uh, let's wrap this show up, Raj. What can you, you know, you can say goodbye to the listeners as you usually do. I will. Or later, I'll just kick back and enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds like a plan. Yeah, well, as always, I hope you have enjoyed. Um, and if you're hungry, well, go and check out 
Chef Moses, you got the recipes there. <laughs> Try them out, you know. We started to talk about food, and I'm getting hungry now. I need to do a sandwich. I'm going to make some coffee. Oh, yeah, the coffee outdoors. <laughs> That's going to happen. Uh, so I hope you can do that as well. Enjoy um, being outdoors and do stuff. Maybe take a walk uh, Take a walk with a friend or just by yourself. It's also good to spend time with yourself. That's an uh, important thing, too, in my life, at least. And, guys, also, you got the tips for movies, for TV series and of course the video games so check that out as well and oh yeah we meet next week there's a new week to come always 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 so talk to you later next week Muffin and out <clears throat> beautiful as always so um, guys as always it is always a pleasure to do this podcast I enjoy doing these episodes every week of course it makes it so much more enjoyable because I have you with me Raj um But yeah, thank you very Likewise. much. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. So thank you very yeah. much for listening to this episode of That Beautiful Life as per usual. Uh, you know, you can find Rog on Twitch at 40 Spish Splash, on YouTube at the same 40 Spish Splash. So that's the number 40 with a S-P-L-I-S-H, S-P-L-E-S-H. Uh, so basically, yeah, just basically check him out on Twitch. This is where, you know, every week we talk about what, you know, Rog was mentioning, what he's streaming and stuff. Like, for example, Yakuza. You guys want to see Yakuza? It is important. Show up in the stream, come hang out with us. Um, Yakuza Zero, and um, let's have some fun. So yeah, show up for the streams. It's on Wednesday. The time for the stream is about for me. It's about midday, um, midday U.S. Eastern time. For Rog, it's about five o'clock. I think isn't it, Rog? Yeah, that's true. It's it's five p.m. Central European Summer Time now. That's what it's called, and then it means that it's eleven a.m. if it's uh, Eastern Daytime, for example. So that's yeah. I exactly, and um, and for those who live in um, in the UK, that that just means it's just um, four o'clock for you. So it's awesome. yeah. I don't know about the West Coast of the US, but you know, you guys live in the past. So I think the, the West Coast is like five hours behind me in Trinidad. So uh, it could be, yeah, probably. So if it's eleven, hmm. that would be. Um, ten, nine, eight, seven, that's six. It? About six, six. That's is that six in the morning? Ugh. Yeah, there, but there are there are time converters for that. You can check. <laughs> yeah, uh, some of you guys are gonna have to wake up early. Is what we're trying to say. But anyway, the point <laughs> is, show up for the streams. Come hang out with us. We'll hang out with you. We'll have a good time. And um, even though I'm not playing Yakuza, I am in the chats like a chat warrior. So yep. you gotta be there with me. You know, let's have some conversations about the Yakuza and other things. You know, um, so yeah. Um, show up for the stream, and all, when it's and not just on Wednesday, you can show up on on Tuesday as well for another stream where Roger is playing some other game, and then on Saturday or Sunday to see and play something else. So just subscribe on Twitch and play notifications on so you can always see when it pops up, uh, and also subscribe on YouTube so you can see when Roger is putting up videos because he puts clips from the games that he's playing. Um, and then for me, you can find me at LP Guardian. That's LPGRDIN. That's Guardian until you. And you can also find me streaming. I've actually been streaming recently, Raj. And um, have you? Yes, I've been streaming. Not at a, a, a convenient time for most people. I've been doing a, a late night stream. So mm-hmm. it's about 5 a.m. for you when I'm when I start streaming. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, it's really early in the morning because I start streaming midnight. Um, it's midnight my time in Trinidad here. So I've been doing like this romantic series for a game called. Um, called something of fate which i will mention in another episode um but basically yeah it's i've been doing that late nights 
Um, so far, I did it twice this week, two nights this week. And I'm for those who want to know where I'm streaming, I'm streaming on um, on Twitch at Simply Binge. Um, Simply Binge on Twitch, and also on Facebook at Simply Binge. So I'm, I'm doing a simul stream. So if you want to watch the stream, you can check out either place, Simply Binge on Twitch or on Facebook. It's a good place to check out the stream. And uh, we can have some fun. So I look forward to seeing you guys in the trenches while I'm doing the late night stream, basically. Um, mm. Anywho, with that, um, we wouldn't like you guys to miss out any of the episodes of That Beautiful Life. Many people would like to subscribe to this podcast on CastBox, Acast, Spotify, iTunes, SimplyBinge.com and elsewhere. And there's a company that going to like it that we're giving it for free. So as always, guys, this has been Q. For your pleasure.